Welcome to the Strengthened by Stories podcast, where we come together as friends to connect and share our life's experiences to ensure we know we're not alone on this journey we call life. Whether these experiences are anticipated or unexpected, we focus on how we can choose to be strengthened amidst the circumstances that come our way. Thanks for joining us as we share relatable stories that can bring awareness and comfort to everyday life. I'm Janica Segrist, and I hope you'll stick around to be strengthened by stories. All right, guys. Today I'm excited to be here with my friend Kara. Her and I actually met over like 11 years ago, like maybe even 12 years ago. It's been a while. We were able to sing in an institute choir together, and it's so fun to get back together and talk about what's going on in her life. And her story kind of goes along and jumps us right into this exciting weekend, which for us, it's General Conference, if you belong to the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And we are gearing up and ready to hear the words from our prophet and the apostles. And whenever I do that, I always feel so ready to go and start new and look forward to so many new things and just get inspired. So I love her topic that she has chose today. She's telling us her story about finding your purpose while doing the Lord's will. So I'm going to turn the time over to Kara. Kara, would you share a little bit about your family? And then you can go into the thoughts that you have had lately on this topic. So I have been married for about six years now, and I have two kids that are almost five. Yes, it's weird for me to say almost five and almost three next month. And then I have three kids that are my kids without labor pains, I call them. Yeah. And they are 18, 15, and 12. So... They're Matt's kids from his first marriage and just living in California and loving the weather here. The thing that I've been thinking of a lot lately is about our, basically our potential and about the will of the Lord and how important it is to do the will of the Lord. And I started, I actually went to this person that kind of gave me so much insight about myself that I hadn't really thought about. And it really helped me understand and to be able to see in retrospect things that had happened in the past and just, it kind of pieced my life together, like, and gave me more insight than I'd ever had. And so that's something that I just really wanted to share with people lately. So I start like, like really a long time ago when I was just really little and we have tons of pictures of me holding a microphone and singing and just having the biggest smile on my face and just loving to sing, loving music. And then I hit a certain age and all of a sudden I was terrified to sing in front of anyone. And I was scared to even be in front of people. And I, I just, it was so different than what I was when I was just really little, like two and three years old. And um, I had a hard time even 
talking to people sometimes like I would turn red in the face or I would I would just be afraid to talk basically afraid to do anything and I think that's one thing that I'm so grateful that my parents were such good examples of living righteously and of teaching me everything that I needed to know regarding the will of the Lord regarding the gospel studying the scriptures temple work they just I mean they really were such a strength to me and I think that's one thing that I'm really trying to work on with my own children at a young age is to really teach them everything that they need to know because the adversary starts young that's one thing that I've learned is that it starts really young and even through experiences of my own with my own son just seeing his fear and his doubts at such a young age that you wouldn't even think that a kid would even think those things yeah if that makes sense so um just the importance of what we teach our children and the the tools that we give them are crucial today and um anyway so then i'm gonna skip forward a little bit so i all the way in college like all through elementary school, junior high, high school, I was terrified of people, (laughs) like terrified. I was like never talking to anybody in classes or um, I would do a little bit of singing, but kind of behind, not closed doors. I would, sometimes my family would hear me, but I wouldn't even sing for my parents. Like I just was like scared of sharing because it was something that was really close to me, close to my heart. And I felt like if I shared it, that um, if somebody didn't like it, it would hurt me. And it would, it was just scary for me to share anything about it. And so I, um, but I, I remembered the things that my parents taught me. And so I kept working towards what I knew was right. And um, I mean, I kind of played it by the book. You know, I, I was going to seminary. I was reading my scriptures every day. I was praying daily and um, through all of those things that my parents taught me, just like I was recently reminded by Enos and how he remembered the things that his parents taught him, um, kind of the same thing. I just kept doing what I knew I needed to. And I remember when I was just after high school, I got a blessing from my dad, which is something that I did a lot. <laughs> I would ask for father's blessings all the time. And this particular blessing my dad said, um, well, Heavenly Father said in the blessing that doors would open and that I would be able to do things that I love to do. And shortly after that, I decided that I needed to record a CD for my parents for Christmas, which was terrifying. <laughs> I was so scared. And I ended up recording a CD at like a karaoke recording studio used like a karaoke CD type thing and I I gave it to my parents and they both cried <laughs> when <laughs> they heard it and because I had it playing I had the, I invited them over for a Christmas dinner and I started playing the music and they just started crying hearing my voice because I, I really was so scared to sing for anyone after doing that, I started, I went to a, um, 
I went to a program at UVSC. Well, it was called that at the time, and it was the Latter-day Celebration Choir that was singing, and I wanted to be a part of it, and I loved it. I loved, loved the message. I loved how I felt when I saw them and heard them, and I wanted to do that, but then I found out it was a tryout choir, <laughs> and I was terrified, and so I, um, I mean, I did a lot of praying, a lot of soul searching, and I just it was like, I don't know what to do, and at the time, I was traveling with the company for work a lot, and so I actually wasn't around very often, and so I just, I don't even remember if somebody told me, or if I had, or if Heavenly Father kind of nudged me, and was like, just send them the CD then give them the CD you made for your parents, which was not like a professional CD. It was just me singing. Um, I also had a noon class with Brother Eggett, and he told me to go, just go ahead and give the CD to Brother Brunchley. And so I was like, okay. So I gave it, or I, I even left it under his door. Like I didn't even talk to him. <laughs> like I seriously, I left it under his door because he wasn't there. And I ended up getting a call back, and he said, if you fit into the dress, then you can have the the part, basically. Like, you can be in the choir. And I was like, you've got to be kidding me. <laughs> so I fit the dress, luckily. <laughs> and I started going to the choir. I didn't have to try out. I mean, I had the CD. That was how I got into LBC. And even through that, I mean, it's so interesting how the Lord nudges you when he knows what you need. Yes. Like, I felt like I was continually nudged in the right direction. And I sometimes pushed, I feel like. But I was able to do LDC, which was such a turning point in my life. I I mean, at one point, um, I mean, you know, LDC, you're always up in front of everyone. You're always talking to tons of people. And, um, and then a couple years into it, I was even asked to be the uh, president yes. and I thought I was gonna die like literally <laughs> every single time I had like every day I had to get in, up in front of the class and I thought I would die every single day and like, you were so great <laughs> oh man but I, it was so scary for me you know like it's so interesting how the adversary really works on us and like gets in our heads even though it's something that um we uh, that we would love doing and that we enjoy like that fear, if we let it take hold, really does affect our life. And um, anyway, through that, I was able to learn so much. And I was able to have a little bit more courage to be in front of people. And I even remember, I was telling my husband this the other day, but I even remember the first time I sang with LDC. And I mean, this is with the whole choir, the whole <laughs> choir I was singing with. And I thought I was going to pass out. I was so scared. And anyway, I made it through all of that. <laughs> and I loved it. And I loved every minute of it. It was great. But just looking back, it's so funny to see how terrified I was and how there were so many times that the adversary tried to beat me down and tried to get me to quit or tried to get me to um, worry too much to be able to move forward. And that's another thing that I really like is that when we can really take that leaf of faith and sometimes leap into something we have no idea that we're what we're even supposed to do, that we really are blessed so much because when we do the will of the Lord, we are so blessed in doing that. Um, so after that, I had other opportunities to sing and I, I even made another CD for my parents and 
I just did little things here and there, nothing crazy, no solos. Like I was still like totally freaked out about being in front of people. And I ended up, after I was married, I was at BOIU Education Week. And I was sitting there and it was in a music class. It was with Jan Scatberry. She was the one that was speaking. And I had my little notebook and I was just taking notes. And all of a sudden, all these songs started coming into my mind. And so I was writing them down. I was writing down all the songs. And then what came next, I thought, you got to be kidding me. Like, this is like this is not a joke, right? Like, <laughs> But basically, Heavenly Father was telling me, Kate, and you're going to make the CD. And the CD is going to be called A Mother's Lullabies. And these are the songs you're going to have on it. And you're going to try to get it into Deseret Book. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa slow down. <laughs> this is like way too much. <laughs> this is way too much. I have no idea what, how to even start doing a professional CD. I have no idea what to do. And I have no idea who to call, who to contact. I should probably go back to even in LBC, like timing. I like, I don't have any formal education in music. Like I've never, I taught myself how to play the piano a little bit, but like I it, completely wrong. <laughs> so I have to like completely relearn it. I mean, my handing, everything, everything's wrong. And I never really knew timing in music and how to read. I mean, I could, I don't know how to read music. I, I mean, I know like when it goes up and down and I can sight read a little bit. I mean, I can sight read pretty well that way, but I couldn't tell you that's an A, that's a B, that's a C. Like I couldn't do that. Or, okay. Maybe middle C I could find, but, <laughs> and then eventually go from there. But every time we had to do the bells in LBC, I never got one. I think I got one once <laughs> and it was like comical because I would like barely get it like right on time because I could never count I could never keep count and so I think I remember you looking around and being like here we go <laughs> yeah exactly because I, I could go by sound I can hear things I can hear rhythm and I can remember things that way but I'm, I don't like read the music that's why else I thought making a CD would be like ridiculous like there's no way there's no way I could even do this so I just started researching I started doing it and lo and behold I, I got a CD into Desiree book and it it still is like baffling to me <laughs> to think about, but truly when we are, when we have faith and when we move forward with the nudging of the spirit, anything is possible, <laughs> literally anything. And, um, I think that that's one thing that I've really been realizing. Well, not realizing I've always known this, but the heavenly father really is in the details of our life, like every little detail. And, everything that we do really does matter. It really does put us where he needs to get us, if that makes sense. Yes. Even if it's little baby steps, even if it's just little things here, little things there, it makes a difference and it really does help us get to where we need to be. I think one of the scriptures that I actually just read was in Second Nephi chapter 22 and it's verse 2. Behold, God is my salvation. I will trust and not be afraid. For the Lord Jehovah is my strength and my song. He also has become my salvation. And that is so true in everything that I have been been able to do in music. Some of the things that, some of the miracles that I was able to see through music as well is my husband was actually inactive for about 17 years. And so his first marriage, his children are 
they're not LDS at all. They were never taught the gospel at all. And so when I did get married and had his amazing kids over, a lot of times it was really difficult. We couldn't talk about the gospel. We couldn't really teach them much at all. When they would come back to visit after even a short time, it was like we had to kind of back up and start over again. And even just with the information they got once they went home or how people reacted to what they were doing, if they were praying or not. And the only thing at that time that I could relate to them and that they asked for is they wanted me to sing to them at night. And so I could sing the primary songs to them and they liked it and they wanted it and they asked for that. And that was huge to be able to do that. And so I was able to kind of start with music in that regard and then I started seeing the greater spectrum even if somebody could listen to that even if they weren't members of the church they could feel the spirit in that music and be able to receive the help that they might need I mean especially children they're so sensitive to the spirit and so sensitive to how they feel that I felt very blessed to be able to have the CD that could hopefully get into even families that were not of our faith and that that they could have a little bit of hope and have the spirit a little stronger maybe for them and it actually has worked I've, I've been able to have some really cool experiences knowing that even people that weren't of our faith were able to have it in their home and that they liked it and they wanted their kids to listen to it or people that had fallen away from the church and remembered primary that was what they liked about the church and so that's what they let their children listen to which is awesome that they could do that too and so then a couple years late after that i felt the nudging again to make another cd and once again i mean it was pretty clear what heavenly father wanted me to do and it, he wanted it to be a little bit more, I, I kept the first one pretty simple. The <laughs> second one, I, it was not as simple. <laughs> and a lot of times I really had no idea what I was doing, but I was able to find these people that literally fell into my lap, like incredible musicians that were excited and willing to work with me. And it was incredible how everything just fell into place. Like, and quickly, like usually these things take a long time. Like I feel like, but I was pregnant with both of them as well. So Jacob was my little one that I was singing with inside my tummy, the first one, and then Isabel during the second one. And literally everything just fell right into place with that one as well. And then I ended up moving to California. And one of the things that, and it was, it was really hard leaving my family and leaving everyone that I knew behind to go and live in a place that I didn't have any family other than our, you know, stepkids that were here. And then right away was put to work with music. (laughs) (laughs) But it was different here. My ward is very educated. They have, they all have their degrees. They all have like incredible backgrounds and, and come from, I mean, even our primary president has, two master's degrees, like just very educated, very, very well-rounded in that regard. And I felt so scared to do anything around them because I had no education at all regarding music. And they kept asking me to do all these really like difficult things. And once again, Heavenly Father just, he, he was teaching me 
and he was preparing me for things to come. And one day when I was having a particularly hard, I had just been called to be the music director in the primary. And I thought I was going to die. Like I seriously was like having like a full on anxiety attack after the (laughs) phone call that I got. And I was like, I'm like, I just don't know how I'm even going to do this. Like, I don't know anything about leading. I've never led music in my entire life. And I don't know anything about teaching people songs or music or whatever. And um, so I got a blessing from my husband. And in the blessing, Heavenly Father told me that music was a gift that he gave me to help me remember home, basically, heaven, and to bring me that joy and that happiness that I needed. And that and that was huge. I needed to hear that, that it was a gift that God had given me to help me remember him. And everything in my life up to that point made so much sense. I mean, when I was singing, I was always the happiest. Always. When I was in LBC, I was like on cloud nine, even though I had scary moments like all the time <laughs> during it. Like it, I was on cloud nine and I learned so much. And even when I'd be listening to my musicals or, or other things, I was so happy. And, um, and so just knowing that and the Heavenly Father had a plan for me in that regard to be able to teach children that joy and that love and to bring them closer to Heavenly Father, it was huge. And we are so blessed when we do the will of the Lord, even if we have fears or worries. God is in the details of our life and he really does know what we need and he knows how to help us and how to make us happy. I think that one of the really big things that I've learned just recently also is just the power in the priesthood, power in the blessings that we receive in our patriarchal blessing, in our father's blessings, all blessings, that there is true power in those things. And that if we really seek those blessings and seek to understand those gifts, that we'll be the blessed and be able to really help other people. So Anne M. Dib, she said this, she said, we learn and grow by overcoming challenges with faith, persistence, and personal righteousness. He knows your skill. He realizes your devotion and he will convert your supposed inadequacies to recognized strengths. And that is one thing I can definitely testify of that he really does know our skill and he knows even if we don't think it's there or even if we're scared to share it, that if we will trust him and move forward and take that leap of faith, that anything is possible and we can be truly blessed because of it. And it might not come as we think it will. We might not, it might not be as easy as, I mean, it takes work. It takes a lot of work and it takes willingness to be able to do those things but truly anything is possible with the Lord's help. I love that. <laughs> Going forward with this podcast has like got me all sorts of like, what in the world am I doing? But it was one of those things that just came to me like overnight. And it was like, I took a lot of convincing over yeah. and over, but it would not leave me. So I'm like, I better just get started no matter if it's grand or not. Maybe it's just for me, but I better do it. So that's yes. why I'm here. I love that. And I think that that's what really touched me when you said that is that I just like, I really know Heavenly Father is reaching out to 
women today to be able to be that. Yeah. And like how important women are in this day and age. And especially, I don't know, I think that when we realize that, that we also realize really what our role is with our children and with our, I mean, even women, I have so many friends that still aren't married either. And they have such an important role with the children that are around them. And they really touch their lives. They really bless the lives of all the children around them. And women of all ages have had such an important role in, in the lives of those around them. And we really do affect so many lives by, by what we end up doing yeah. and saying. Well, thanks yeah. for sharing your story. And I hope everyone can check out your CDs because we love listening to it. My kids love them. So. Oh, thank you. Yeah. And you were sweet to send one to me. I don't even know how long ago that was. That's the other thing. Like, Heavenly Father just, like, would give me names. Okay, you need to send it to this person, this person. Okay. <laughs> Why so, like, not? As long as, like, when you do what you're supposed to, like, hopefully people can benefit as well. So. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Kara. I'm so glad thank you. Thank you, Danica. Hey guys, wasn't that a really fun interview to start our weekend for General Conference? I just love how passionate she is about finding her purpose as she follows the promptings that she's been given. And I think it's amazing that when we do that, we are blessed in ways that we might not even know. And I just want to let you guys know, if you want to look up Kara's music, she has some CDs called A Mother's Lullaby. She has the first and the second one. And just another fun little plug, she is currently starting to work on a Christmas CD, which I'm excited when that comes out in the near future. So thanks for joining us. Hope you guys have a wonderful weekend and put into action those thoughts that come to our head. Talk to you soon.